0: Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. The Sheepdogs, you know, they're a big FM 96 artist, and we have to congratulate them. We found out yesterday. They're nominated for Group of the Year at the 2019 Juno Awards, which are going to be held right here in London, Ontario on March 17th. Sheepdogs up for Group of the Year, Three Days Grace in there, Metric and Arkells. So a lot of bands we play here on FM 96 going for that award. Also, Sheepdogs in there for Rock Album of the Year with Changing Colors. True Rockers by Monster Truck nominated, Arkell's Rally Cry, The True Civilianaries and Outsider by Three Days Grace. This is awesome. It means a lot of these bands may be in attendance, at least. Yeah, maybe performing at Budweiser Gardens for the big uh, Juno Awards celebration. Yesterday, they did an announced thing in Toronto at the CBC headquarters where they let everyone know who's nominated and gave out some more information about the Junos. We sent uh, our uh, Juno correspondent, Leanne Whitehouse, down there, and she was able to talk to the guys from the Sheepdogs she asked him about their favorite London, Ontario
1: memory. Played in that barn, the place that smells like horse manure. What was that place? Oh, is, that the ex- <laughs> yeah, the West, is it Western Days or uh, Exhibition or something? Yeah. Oh, the Western Fair. Yeah, Western yeah, fair. yeah we played that was very it. That was, that was a very memorable show because it was a rocking show and it smelled like a farm. So <laughs> It was like being in Saskatchewan. Was that
0: was fun. Jim, you and I were both there. That was uh, during the fair. The fair was on and it was in the Agriplex. And next door, you had all the farm animals, <laughs> and they were playing on the dirt Yeah, because there was like a rodeo going on the next day. It really, And the Sheepdogs are that kind of band. They all kind of wear the cowboy-looking shirts, and they make you feel like you're in the 70s when you're at one of their concerts. It, authentic, it felt authentic, it you felt know? It felt very authentic, standing on the dirt with that cow poo smell in the air. It brought me back to high school, high school parties, you know? <laughs> Party in the barn. Yeah, Sheepdogs are here. Leanne asked the band um, if they have any advice for
1: artists who are getting their first Juno nomination. We didn't go to our... When yeah. we first nominated, we were in, like, Perth, Australia, so... Yeah,
2: that's a long flight
1: home. It was, and we, we found out we won three awards at about five in the morning or something like that, so. yeah. <laughs> I think oh, go to like, Perth. Yeah, it all it all happens very fast when you're there. So just I think people just need to like not get too worked up about it and just go and enjoy yourself. Because like you're gonna end up doing things, you're gonna end up not doing things, and you're gonna feel like a big whirlwind. So just chill out and have a good time. It, it happens, it goes by so fast, and then you're like, oh wow. And yeah, if you're banking all on it, like oh I hope I win, and you don't, it's like it's not the end of the world. It's just cool to get recognized and then just enjoy yourself. Are the sheepdogs gonna be in London
0: for the Junos
1: this year? I think it's a good chance, yeah. we have still sort of figuring that out, but uh, we could be. Details in the works right now. In the works, yeah. yeah. And their album, Changing Colors, getting
0: a lot of attention right now. But, uh, you know, what have you done for us lately, the
1: Sheepdogs?
0: (laughs) Are they working on anything new?
1: Well, as soon as we get some time off, we can start making another one. (laughs) We just... uh, they are really busy, we're we're doing uh, a couple opening tours with uh, Rival Sons over in Europe as well as in the States. So we've been kind of doing uh, stuff outside of Canada, but summer festivals, uh, selfish plug, I've got a solo record coming out in March. Um, But, yeah, Sheepdogs plan to make a new record uh, once we get off the dam road. Yeah, no, lots touring for now, but hoping for something. Something in 2020, let's say.
0: Uh, I have a feeling they're going to be in town for the Juno Awards. Better not be in Perth. (laughs) Yeah, don't prioritize Perth over London, Ontario, and the rest of your home country, (laughs) the Sheepdogs. And, Jim, you were right. We were speculating as to who they were going to announce as host of the Junos, I said Mike Myers. We were throwing some big names around. Justin Bieber, yeah. uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams. Uh, we got a name that we recognize, and your prediction was that it was going to be a woman. Sarah McLaughlin is going to be the host of the Junos.
1: Yeah, I've seen her on some Canadian television. She's If you've never seen her act, she's actually a decent a- actress and actually relatively funny, too, from the, from the cameos I've seen. So yeah. I think she'd be good. Good personality and... I love her music. Possession?
0: <laughs> I don't, you know Possession? Possession.
1: The night is my Get at me, Sarah. And Dude, this reminds me of my God. sister who had all the Sarah McLachlan albums growing up. Would I oh, yeah. Forever, if you're 24 years old, chances are you
0: were conceived fine. to this song <laughs> back in
1: 1994. so i take your breath
0: away <laughs> I love this song this <laughs> You're is right. their sexy well, song is... oh I know this one Just, you know this song yeah, yeah, this is one of her too. biggest hits this is a great song there's this one and then there's the one they play in like the sad infomercials
1: I remember you oh, <laughs> yeah
0: she is. She's she's really big, you're right, with sisters, because all my sisters loved Sarah McLachlan. Yeah. Sisters all over the country were <laughs> rejoicing yesterday to find out she was going to be the host of the Junos. And she also has a number of songs that are great and sad infomercials. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a text message from one of our listeners. says, hey, guys, uh, every time I hear Sarah McLachlan, I think of ducks covered in oil. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's the queen of the infomercial song, right? mm-hmm. Like for the sad infomercials for uh, an oil spill or uh, hungry kids on the other side of the world. You can always count on a Sarah McLachlan song. Oh, the adopted dogs. To just get those donations rolling in. Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Sir, cause here, send us money. <laughs> <laughs> I feel compelled to just with the
2: music. Okay, okay, Sarah,
0: talented woman. It'll be great to have her in town on March 17th, hosting the awards ceremony. I mentioned I love the song Possession by Sarah McLachlan and a number of FM 96 listeners. I was working here uh, when this song was released, and I I had forgotten about it, but there was a a band from the London area, Toronto, London guys, who uh, formed a band. They had a big hit with a cover of Sarah McLaughlin's possession. The band the band was called Evans Blue. Mm. have you heard of Evans yeah. Blue, Jim? This is a this is their version of that song. Remember this one? enjoy when you take like a totally mellow song and you rock it out like the disturbed sounds of silence sort of deal you know yeah. this night, pretty I good
1: wander. it is good mm-hmm. oh the whisper verse I wonder how many donations would roll in if this was on a duck
0: commercial covered in, in oil hi we're Evans Blue <laughs> the ducks are covered in oil and they need your help. We should find a high-quality version of that song and throw it in the uh, in the rotation here up until the, the Junos, because we're not going to just start playing Sarah McLachlan <laughs> because she's hosting, although it is uh, shaping up to be quite the show there. Again, you want to buy tickets. Well, they last. Now that we know uh, some of the bands that are going to be in attendance, Juno tickets available at the Budweiser Gardens box office or BudweiserGardens.com. Sounds like someone needs to learn to fly. This guy on the WestJet flight apparently he was drunk. They said he couldn't use the washroom. The seatbelt light was on. He was having none of it. Got up, went to the washroom anyways, and started arguing and clashing with other passengers and uh, airline staff. They were on their way to England had to turn that plane around. Oh, wow. You start behaving, mister, we're going to turn that plane around. (laughs) They turned it around, and he was just ordered uh, by the courts to repay $21,000 for the fuel that WestJet used.
1: Oh, the premium stuff. (laughs) Holy cow. That's the good
0: stuff. Uh, The fuel they used to turn the plane around and fly back to Canada. He got dinged for it. Which, hey, it's his fault. The guy sounds like a real idiot. Yeah. On, on one side, I can relate to being stuck in that chair. If you don't go to the bathroom before you get on the plane, you've had a couple beers in the lounge at the airport. I'm sure a lot of us have been there. You regret your decision. You're kind of pinching it off mm-hmm. because you have to go to the washroom so bad. But you... Them the brakes. You gotta wait until it's safe to get up and, and head back to the washroom. You you don't just do it anyways and then start fighting with everyone on the plane and assault a peace officer. <laughs> Not a good idea. Twenty-one thousand two hundred and sixty dollars and sixty eight cents.
1: It, it, it boggles my mind. They have a peace officer on the plane, and they still have to turn well, around? I, I don't know
0: if this was before or after they oh, landed, okay. Jim. Right? Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was an ordeal for sure. And they're charging them right down to the final cent. $21,260.68. <laughs> <cents. laughs> Expensive beers. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Young is an alcoholic, but he's been sober for 18 months until January
1: 4th. Oh, so he just fell off the wagon that day at the airport. Yikes. I wonder if he did or if that's what his lawyer told him to say, because you could almost get out of it if you had a good enough lawyer who said you had a problem. You know what I mean? This is sad. So he he was sober for 18 months. This is the
0: day he decided to start drinking again. He uh, was depressed because of a death in the family and a failed marriage. That's That's sad. But still, you fight a police officer and they had to turn the plane around. You're going to have to pay $21,000 for the gas, I guess. Yeah, I know
1: a lot of guys with failed marriages. They did not make a plane turn around. (laughs) Sure. Oh, man.
0: It is stressful flying. (laughs) It's true. Especially when you have a drunk guy on the flight trying to fight everybody. The winner is... Devin Peacock. I
1: want to see you peacock, cock, cock,
0: you peacock, cock. cock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock peacock, is here. And apparently, Austin Austin Matthews likes being a Toronto Maple
2: Leaf. Yeah, there are reports that uh, he uh, it's possible, not a guarantee, but it's possible he could sign a long-term contract with the Leafs by the uh, trade deadline in the NHL, which is February 25th. And all the talk up until then, up until now has been well everyone just thought like he'd be going for an 8-year contract, to be going for the max, and why wouldn't you? But his agents and Matthews would apparently prefer something in the 5 to 6-year range. The Leafs would also prefer something in the five to six year range because the shorter the contract, the lower the average of the contract would be and therefore the easier it is for the Leafs to fit in all the players they want to resign and extend their window to contend.
0: Yeah, because this is a team it just doesn't have one star. They got a uh, Marner to think about. They've got a lot of a lot of balls in the air on this one.
2: An eight-year contract uh, is probably from the reports they're saying some, somewhere between twelve and a half to thirteen and a half a year. <laughs> Something around six <laughs> years is maybe like eleven, eleven and a half, maybe maybe ten and a half. I don't know. It's around basically what John Tavares got. Five years about that, maybe a bit cheaper. So even you think it's like, well, maybe it's like two million dollars. How big of a difference? That's a huge difference. If you're also trying to fit in. Mitch Marner, who has yet to start contract negotiations. They're waiting for Matthews to sign. But then if you can sign Matthews and Marner, you've got Nylander under contract. You've got Riley and Kadri on great team-friendly deals. You've all 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 that's outstanding really is Jake Gardner and by, based on the trade from earlier this week, it seems they have a backup plan in case he's not willing to accept a discount. Which, if I were him, I wouldn't, because you got to look out for yourself. I wouldn't blame him they for wanting as the much sunshine, as can. Yeah, and I do think Jake Gardner, for all of there's been some angst with him and the fans lately, he is going to get paid in free agency. So that's, I mean, the idea of him taking something way under market just doesn't make sense. Matthews is going to take less now
0: hoping to cash in down the road, and him and his agents are just banking that he's not going to get hurt.
2: But he, isn't he a little, he's injury
0: prone, isn't he? He's, he's been hurt
2: a couple times already this season. He's had some shoulder injuries, he's had some problems, he's uh, missed some games. So, I mean, there's always risk, there's a, maybe a bit of risk, especially for him, he's like a bigger guy, he could be a target for other teams and, and miss some games, but if it works out, he's 21 now, you sign, like say, let's say a six a six year contract. You're okay. a fr- unrestricted free agent at the age of 28. I assume at that point he'd still, you know, be open to signing with the Leafs. At that point, you're looking at—I don't even know what the salary cap's at that point, but it's going to be much higher than it is now. Maybe you're looking at 14 million a year. Maybe you're looking at year. So million you think the gamble will pay off in the long run? I think it's a good deal for Matthews and the Leafs if they can do it. I keep forgetting he's only 21 years old. That's oh, crazy.
1: This
0: boggled my mind. Well, when you see him and, and Marner standing next to each other, like Austin Matthews looks at least a decade older.
1: He looks like how Marlow
0: looks to Matthews. Right he could
1: be his dad (laughs) it is a cold day out there it is pretty cold taz how cold is it jim it's so cold winnie the pooh started wearing pants (laughs) it's pretty cold though for real how cold is it it's so cold that cash me outside girl from dr phil refuses to go outside how about that you're right
0: it is cold jim it's pretty cold It is cold, Jim.
1: It's how cold is it? It's so cold you can key a car with your nipples. (laughs) Pretty cold, Taz. How cold is it, It's so cold strippers are sticking to their poles. Oh,
0: gross. Somebody pour a cup of hot water on that. We just got a text message. This has to be a joke. It's from Doug. Doug says, hey, Taz and Jim, man, it's cold out here. Uh, I'm on the job site and my coworker just took a leak and his stream was freezing before it even hit the ground. So he's uh, given us the impression here, and it's a funny visual, that if you're a guy and you pee standing up outside today, that a stream of ice is going to form from the ground right up to your junk.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to turn into snowflakes halfway down. it <laughs> <No. The laughs> turns just into a, an icicle. Just an icicle from the <laughs> ground right to your unit. That cannot be true. Obviously. No way. Uh,
0: I've seen the thing where you, you take a hot cup of coffee... And when it's this cold out, you toss it in the air, and it does. It turns into like a crystallized ice powder before it hits the ground. But I don't think it's possible with the temperature of the urine leaving your body for it to freeze before it hits the ground. It is minus 31 with the wind chill. It's cold out. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to encourage anybody to whip out their junk in this kind of weather, (laughs) but... If you do have any evidence that that is possible, 519-643-9696. I'm calling BS on it. There's but... no way. <laughs> I would love to see it. Well,
1: From behind. for science. Yeah, right? I want to see the behind angle. <laughs> yeah, we
0: don't need to see a close-up <laughs> with, your, with your camera there, but uh, if you have some evidence, let us know. Hi, FM 96. Hi, Taz. How are you today? Good. Staying Good. warm, you. Oh, yeah, I'm staying warm. I'm in my snow plow today. Nice. What can we do for you? Well, I was just going to say, I think that uh, the, higher, the warmer water you put uh, in a freezer or out in the cold will actually freeze faster than cold water. Oh, yeah. Well, I've heard that, too. You put the, the hot water in the ice cube tray and it freezes yeah. faster. I don't know. If, is that true? Yeah. yeah is yeah, it well, true? It's some sort my of my chemical reaction. That. So you're thinking that if you pee outside today, it may freeze before it hit, hits the ground. Well, I think my junk would fall off if I stuck it outside <laughs> today. If you could even find <laughs> it. Yeah. That's the well, Yeah, barrier. that's right. What's <laughs> that wind chill? You open that zipper and that wind chill hits you? That's right. An outie becomes an innie pretty quickly. Two belly buttons. Well, if you, uh, if you need to take a little pee break outside of your plow, call us back and let us know what happens, okay? Yeah, if I can make her back. <laughs> <laughs> Stay warm. Just got a uh, text message from one of our listeners says, hey, Taz and Jim, it's so cold out there today. I went through the Timmy's drive-thru and my window froze down. Oh, wow. Couldn't get the window to go back up. Had to drive into London to go to work from Thamesford with my window down. Don't need a coffee anymore, though. Sure you do. You need about 7 or 8 of them. Are uh, you kidding me? Not
1: to wake up though. You got that cold <laughs> air blowing in your face? <laughs> yeah, you yeah.
0: Dump the coffee down your pants. That that would not be fun. We always get <laughs> this weather. Uh, the the warriors out there, like Rob, Rob says, "Hey, it's Canada people. This is nothing compared to years ago. Those people survived. Use common sense, which really doesn't exist anymore. People are so coddled. I think it's okay to uh, acknowledge the fact that it's really cold outside, Rob. Listen, it's not three degrees outside. It's minus 20, you know what Feeling I mean? Feeling like minus 31. That's pretty darn cold. And now we've got guys from job sites experimenting with taking peas outside. Thank you for the pictures. Just took a pea outside on the job site. Uh, the pea didn't freeze, but I definitely got a chill between my legs, LOL. We've got speculation that maybe if they get a little higher up on the job site, and we're not encouraging any of this, so you guys do whatever you want to do. If you get higher up, like on the roof or on a balcony, and you pee off the balcony, then maybe it would freeze before it hit the ground. Maybe, yeah, Or if you pee off a bridge, like your dad, I know he has a a bridge building company, Jim, so if he's building a
1: bridge today and he pees off the side of it, Maybe that would freeze before it hit the ground. I'll send him a text and ask if he wants to try <laughs> for us. I would just make sure even more than just normally <laughs> peeing, there's nobody below you. Because imagine the spiky icicles coming down oh, yeah. from the top of a skyscraper or Be a bridge. like a
0: machine gun. <laughs>
1: no thanks.